2: What is going on? You are watching, listening to Tags Live, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex, the live version. I'm your host, Steve V, sitting right next to Cody Maurice Doggett. What? How the hell are you? Welcome, welcome. Hello,
3: hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me over to your beautiful apartment, oh, darling. Oh, of course. <laughs>
2: well, I had to have you over because... It is Hispanic Heritage Month, day is. number one, yep. and we are celebrating all the contributions made by the Hispanic community, and you guess what? That... That's us.
3: That's us. So We're doing it.
2: We are contributing in our way, talking openly about gay sexuality and have been for four and a half years. And as you recall, this show launched one year ago and tags live, that is. Yeah. And so we're really happy about that. But in honor of that, I'm wearing my uh, Mexican t-shirt. It's so beautiful. Thank you. I wish I had thought to bring something
3: that represented my culture, but... I mean, I have on a beautiful tank top too.
2: I love it. You look great. Thank and you. cheers with my Mexican glasses cheers. that I got from Sayulita, Mexico. Cheers. Ooh. And we're drinking tequila. But. We also, of course, celebrated earlier and we went and had Latin food down the street from where I live. And Cody, I guess the first question to ask you is, how do you celebrate your heritage? Because you essentially you're biracial, correct? Yes,
3: yes, I am. I celebrate mainly by, well, I'll be doing the things that I always do. I visit my family. I'll eat lots and lots of uh latino food puerto rican food i I eat a lot of mexican food as well and i will also be doing more by there's this autobiography of miguel pinero that i want to read so i'm definitely going to be doing that and also amplifying like latino and hispanic voices which i'm so glad that i'm on this show because that's what this show allows me to do so
2: well i'm already starting on day one y'all so i'm happy Absolutely. And for myself, I think the way I always celebrate my heritage, I was a Mexican American. And, you know, we were talking about it offline mm-hmm. that I didn't grow up with a lot of Latinos, but my grandmother, who spoke Spanish, yes. was a prominent figure growing up, as well as the Mexican food. And I'm talking about tamales Ooh. that we still to this day eat every single Christmas yes. and honor that tradition. There's oftentimes my aunt and my family and there's an assembly line going on because as you know it takes the masa uh, the whole process (laughs) it's not something you just whip up over like a taco and so it's really great and so that's how i honor it and yeah and just by wearing you know going to mexico and learning more about it oh you're going to mexico this month i'm going more in november but going i've been going a lot to various parts of mexico And learning more about just my culture and my background, but that's I should it. go to Puerto Rico. Yes, San Juan. I'll go with you for Let's sure, go. <laughs> honey. All month we will be celebrating uh, um, porn star, Latin porn stars, yes. Hispanic contributors—not just porn stars, but people that are in the. Community serving as heritage. So absolutely. Whatever you can say? Fabulous. Happy Mexican Independence Day as well. Viva Mexico. Yes. yes, Absolutely. Thank you, Jen. It's a big day for all of this. So yeah. You know, I had a question before we get into our show about topics and everything. Um, we have a vulnerable voices coming your way. But have you Always been attracted to you're biracial, yes. half black, half Puerto Rican. Yes, and I'm just curious. Have you always been attracted to people of that culture, or did you have you gone the other route?
3: So when I first started dating as a gay man, I dated a lot of Latino guys and Hispanic guys. Um, as I explored more, I dated more outside of that genre. So I dated. I dated a lot of white guys, too, and I think that as I've come to explore, I've dated Asian guys, I've dated black guys, I've been, been, I've, it's run the gamut, and I think that before I, you know what's really interesting? Before I started dating my current boyfriend, I said to myself, I really want to date a person of color because they understand where I'm coming from. They understand the struggle that I've been through. They understand uh, so, so many things about me. Right. So, but now my boyfriend's white. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which we love. And, and I, I love
2: him, and he's beautiful. And yeah. You know, and sometimes having a mixed relationship like that, you, it's yin and yang. You can learn from each it's other, true. and it's really kind of a great moment. I was just listening to you, talking to your boyfriend, and you told him what dish you had. At the, the restaurant, see sure? it?
3: Pollo uh, yeah. <laughs> and he said,
2: pollo, what? <laughs> <It> was, so <laughs> uh,
3: he was like, what is that? <laughs> it can be kind of a
2: cool teaching moment. And yeah. I know he's Italian. He is and Italian. That can always, I love the Italian culture. And so, yeah, you can learn. And for myself, I think I didn't grow up with a lot of Latinos around me. And so I just was naturally drawn to Caucasian uh-huh. men and also, the porn at the time in the 80s, 90s was only white for the most part. It's very geared. Yeah, way. I'll never forget. Uh, there was one porn film called Manhattan Latin by... Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> I forget the name of the, the director. I need to Google that one. <laughs> Maybe, and we should honor him this month. We'll bring him, as I said, this month, Hispanic Heritage Month, we'll be honoring our version of people that are making a change in our gay sexuality. And so we'll honor this director, but the film, it was the first time I ever saw, they were mostly Spanish men, Mm -hmm. but it was so hot to me. And since then, like in college, I, I took Chicano studies and I, joined groups like La Raza nice. and and I think that's where I started to become more attracted to Latinos but I've did, I've had boyfriends of every descent literally yeah. my longest boyfriend was Chinese American white of course Latinos black so yeah
3: yeah I just got to get out there and explore, guys. I,
2: yeah, I do. I do have some stipulations, but I don't just oh. date anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll see about that, darling. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> but we've got to get into it, and you know, I couldn't help but shout out. To you know, we talked a lot about people making a difference in the LGBTQ community, and we recently mentioned that Carl Nassib, who Mm -hmm. plays for the Las Vegas Raiders, came out as gay, and it's the first NFL player to come out. But this past weekend, he, the, the NFL defense and who came out as gay earlier this year forced a fumble that okay. led to the Raiders scoring a thrilling 33-27 victory over the Ravens.
3: Go tight end. Please.
2: And we say that, yeah, <laughs> right? We say this because not only did he come out, not only is he the first NFL gay player player, which we were talking about before, we keep talking about the representation that continues to peel back and show themselves. This is big because NFL is so mainstream. And then to have, I think it was their, I'm not sure if it was their first game or not, but to get them to victory shows our prominence and how powerful we are as an LGBTQ community.
3: It's so monumental. It's so worth talking about. It's so worth praising and i'm so happy for him and i'm so glad that he is out there exemplifying all the beautiful traits showing that we are more than just one monolithic thing as far as gay men we can be anything we want to be
2: absolutely definitely so shout out to carl all right well if you listen to the other day we did tags podcast episode 298 we did it here in studio along with lincoln so much and fun. it was so fun if you haven't listened to it it was the first one i posted a little something video clip on tags podcast and you'll see us in the same room and it was so great to be back together again we started the the one beautiful thing about being together in the same room is you get to see everyone's expressions oh, yeah. and cutting people off is I mean, it's conversational. Oh, yeah. You don't For get sure. that when you're over in Brooklyn and, yeah, or I do cut you off. but <laughs> <laughs>
3: Most of the time you do.
2: You're like, Cody,
3: calm it down. Okay, I, want, I got something to
2: say. But, you know, we so we started talking about this penis care, and we started talking about the health of your penis, and a doctor was talking about on this new now next story about – One of the ways you can tell if you have a healthy dick, Mm -hmm. penis, cock, whatever you want to call it, is if you wake up in the morning and you have an erection. And Ah. that's, she said, up 20 to 25 is how many that we actually have per night that we don't even know about. And we got, we started talking about that. We all agreed that we wake up with morning wood. Yeah. And we got into the conversation about morning penises. sex.
3: Oh, yeah. So that's where and that's where it ended. I feel that's like. where it ended. We got really
2: caught up with the morning sex. You were not so much into morning sex, but Lincoln is. But sometimes he's busy and his boyfriend is wanting to have sex and he's sneaking out of the bedroom. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. because he's like, if, if Peter sees this Peter, then it's all over. I've gotten more into morning sex as as I've started to date my current boyfriend because he's very into morning sex. And you're so accommodating. I, you know what? I, I I just like sex a lot. So <laughs> anytime I can get it, I'm ready to go.
2: I just think to, of course, here we go, belaboring the point, but I just think to start your day off, if you're in bed with somebody that you're really attracted to, you're into, to kind of wake up and do, like this doctor says, We have we're hard, yeah. Because that's the way our body. It's such a natural moment for your eyes to wake up and then go right into roll over, and and it's so natural. It's like, like a segue in a great mix. Yes, you know. I can agree with that. Where sometimes at night, if you've been out, one of you might be tired. It's. Do you know what I'm saying? No, at night I get. The randiest, <laughs> always. The I, randiest.
3: I, <laughs> the horniest, I uh, am always ripping and rearing to go at night. Wow. I, I want to do everything, every dirty thing. The nighttime is the right time, as Ray Charles would say.
2: Okay. Yeah, see, it's just we're all different that way. And so, but we did, we failed to finish the- I, And
3: we're failing right now. I don't well, know if you know. Well, we have <laughs> more to say on
2: that. Here's what also the doctor said, this doctor that was talking about it. There's the whole matter of keeping our dicks clean. So, circumcised or not, your penis should be washed every day with warm water and gentle soap. Okay. Um, interesting tidbit on that, though. There's another story that I was reading about that this, this other doctor, not Dr. Goldstein, who was a okay. friend to the show, this female doctor who's an ass doctor as well, Goldstein. love him, that she said, So, for your ass, You don't have to actually wash it. You can be doing more damage. She said, rinse it daily with warm water, and that should do the trick. I know. Does she know
3: what comes out of there?
2: (laughs) She said that should be enough because oftentimes harsh soaps that have perfumes. or I always have a fragrance soap in there, and I always have a scrub soap. Okay. And she's saying that those can actually do more harm than not. And so from that perspective, I think – She said rinsing is enough. So because I kind of, I'm going to buy a bottle. I'm going to buy a bar of ivory soap, if y'all remember that. I do. And keep it there. But when I have guests over, I'm going to definitely say, do not use the ivory. (laughs) It's my ass soap. It's (laughs) my butt soap. It's my butt soap. I put
3: that in my butt.
2: (laughs) I know my my friends that stay will not be into it anyway because they'll be like, ivory? What is this, the 80s? And I mean, yeah, no.
3: Where's Where's the Irish spring at? Exactly. That's her. I
2: still want to clean my... I'll probably ivory it every single day.
3: All right. Because to get the particles off of there... She says warm
2: water, like wash it like three to four times a week. Rinse it. But every day she does say you need to take a shower and rinse it with warm water.
3: I need to see... I don't need necessarily need to smell the evidence, but I need to see the evidence of how that that, that is taken care of. I think goes, there's gentle ways.
2: There. Dr. Goldstein has gentler ways that you can clean every day. He's got, you know, actual... Pro- I'll, I'll put his website on our tagspodcast.com tomorrow, and you'll see the products that are gentle, that are scientifically created by him and other ass doctors, if you will. And... And we will list those on TagsPodcast.com. But they also say if you have foreskin... Do you have foreskin, Cody?
3: No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> if you do... I'm a little disappointed about uh, that. <laughs> well, you
2: would need to roll back the skin, exposing the glands, and carefully wash the tip of your penis with gentle soap and water. And be sure not to scrub, as the area can be very sensitive. I'm sure you know this, too, if you're, if you're uncircumcised. Yeah. Um, then gently pat the glands dry and put the foreskin back if smegma do you know what that is i do know what (laughs) that's such a horrible name is dick
3: cheese that much better oh (laughs) if
2: smegma as you now know what we're talking about a common substance made of oil and dead skin cells that can build under the foreskin is present and hardened Gently rub oil on the area before a cleaning oh, to loosen up the accumulation. Huh. Oh. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. <Have> you, <laughs> I mean, have you ever been with someone oh, yes. that is and I've, smelled smegma? It. I've never smelled smegma. <laughs> <laughs> I, have,
3: I have, however, been with plenty of uncircumcised men. Okay. And they always knew how to clean out the smegma. I think we're just gonna say smegma the entire show. Smegma, if you're ready.
2: Yeah, every time we say it, you got to drink. You
3: got to drink. Yeah. Oh my god, what a fun game.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> all right, smegma. Uh, moving on <laughs> to all right. We've been we started this segment when we first started this show called Vulnerable Voices, and essentially it's where we get a little bit deeper. And this week, I couldn't help but notice a story that was making the headlines just trying to find it in here but it's essentially about instagram and how instagram has come under fire do you have the story there yeah can you
3: read some of it so lawmakers across both parties and chambers of congress are demanding answers from facebook about how its services impact the health the mental health of teens and children. The questions come in the wake of the Wall Street Journal report Tuesday that found internal studies at Facebook had determined that its Instagram social network had a significant negative impact on teenage girls. The report revealed Facebook's awareness of this impact, including an internal presentation that said 32% of teen girls said Instagram made them feel even worse when they were feeling bad about their bodies.
2: Yeah, and these were people, this whole study, the Wall Street Journal study looked at people that actually worked and created, were behind creating Instagram. So they actually said it was meant to be addictive. And they are obviously talking in this article about teen girls, 32% of teen girls. But it begs the question that when you're... All of us can get so immersed in it. And first of all, I guess, could you handle... Instagram as a teen boy, knowing what it's like now.
3: Oh, no. oh no! My teenage years were so in, engulfed in self in insecurities. Like, take gay out of the equation. Yeah, one hundred percent. I was so insecure about my body. There were so many hormones going on. Yes, and I don't think that I would have the mental capacity and or the awareness. I was a pretty naive kid too, so I think that it would have only lessened my self-love and the idea of my self-worth and who I was as a person. And back in, when I was growing up, back in the 90s, the ideal was white beauty. So I think that would have negatively impacted me as well.
2: So to your point, and I just thought of this right now, Uh I grew up in, was a young kid when I would have been able to go on it in the 80s. Okay. And you're right. If So if we put Instagram into our era, all I would have seen is also the same thing, which yeah. would have done nothing to help me. And a lot of homophobia. Oh, my goodness. And they wouldn't. But if they took what's going on now with so many people, Carl Nassib, an NFL player, uh-huh. and all of the examples of LGBTQ people people coming out and little Nas X and so on and so forth, it probably would have given me a lot more hope for my coming out and giving me a lot less shame that I already was feeling on the playground Uh for being a brown boy or, and at times for being gay. So I kind of got it both ways. If it would be what we see now, I would probably benefit from the, the representation and knowing that it's going to be okay because there's so many people that look like me out there. Yeah. But like you say if it was simply which that's probably how it would have been placed this s- social media on our time frames that we okay. we wouldn't we didn't wouldn't see a, as many representation of ourselves.
3: So to to your question, to to your point, if I was a teenager now, and seeing all that types of thing. I think that I still would be pretty insecure because I think that I honestly don't think that there is enough body positivity, body representation on Instagram. It's still one body type basically that is, is deemed as beautiful on Instagram personally, is, is how I feel and maybe it's, maybe it's just my feed. I try and look at a lot of different body types, but I know that.
2: Well, and they say it's designed, again, I was watching news stories on this Uh all day. It's designed to, they designed it in a way where even when you put it down, most kids, most people don't log off. So it's on in the background and it's designed to be addictive. So you don't turn it fully off, but you're always ready to grab that phone. And we all know a friend or two that you're sitting with them at dinner or Or out and about (laughs) or your boyfriend (laughs) that is jumping on and scrolling away. I think because I didn't grow up with, you know, it came later on for me and I had to learn to like it for this show. So I post more than anything else. And as I was telling you offline, I'll go on there when I post and I'll see like the top four things that are currently in the mix. Yeah. And I have a nice variety of, People. And even when I do have a thirst trap picture, it's a trainer we were talking about yeah. that I'm currently trying to, to, you know, get a little fit differently. And so I find it inspirational when I see some of those. Now, same for me. But I also, in terms of body positivity, I follow you and I both watch RuPaul's Drag Race. And the last oh. s- installment, I was a big fan of... What's her name? My favorite?
3: <laughs> Eureka. Thank you. She's your favorite. Eureka. And she's
2: a big girl, and I heard her talk on the show that she, you know, there, she's always been made fun of because of her way, and I like all of her pictures because I think, yes, we need to see more of this. I and agree. I'm kind of attracted to the guy that is behind Eureka, me. Two. I love Eureka,
3: but I just am making fun of you because you say it's your favorite, and, <laughs> and I don't even know the name. <laughs> you, you know name, how hard right? it is to
2: keep up with those drag queen <laughs> names. Jeez.
3: I just think that's hilarious.
2: I to- I told you my my. Drag name would be Donna Matrix. If I, Damn, Matrix, I love that. Donna Matrix.
3: Coco Royale, of course.
2: Coco Royale.
3: <laughs> okay, a I nice, like it. A nice creamy chocolatey drink.
2: Ooh, <laughs> I like that. We'll have to have that next week on the menu. <laughs>
3: yes, ma'am.
2: Okay, I like that.
3: Uh, I agree with you that I think that a lot of body positivity needs to be on, on Instagram. And I I see a lot of that in the drag queens that I follow as well. Yeah. As well. So like Trinity K Bonet. I don't follow Eureka, unfortunately.
2: Well, you're missing it. oh the one that you say you're also find attractive. I. So.
3: But I think she I think they're beautiful, but I follow a lot of queens of color, and I also follow Aquaria. So. <laughs> yeah. All the black queens in Aquaria. That's, that Do any of the
2: people of you follow that are have great bodies ever make you feel? insecure or anything about your where you're at with your because we're no matter even I'm sure some of these people that have amazing bodies oh, yeah. we're always no one's perfect talking about me, it's okay yeah do you think I haven't fallen into that trap yeah. yet at all but have you experienced that I think
3: in Instagram's initial onset when I started to get into it I definitely fell into that trap I would look at other people's bodies and be, and be completely taken in by the fantasy and by what they're presenting on this social media app. Yeah. And, but as time has gone on, I have learned to take the good with the bad, like you said, and, and take inspiration from them rather than being jealous of them or finding insecurities about them, uh, about myself by looking at them.
2: Right. And I think when it can be a good thing is even when you see something, recognizing the art that the picture that they created can be kind of a cool thing. And that's kind of where I find myself. Again, I don't go there on there that much. So when I do, it's a good thing. But let's talk about some fun things that can still be vulnerable about Instagram sliding into someone's DM or when people slide into your DMs. I was recently. Does that
3: happen to me? I don't know if it happens to me. Does it happen to you?
2: Um, well, we use it a lot for the show. Okay. And by the way, you can always slide into te- at Tags Podcast, and we give us if you're looking for sex or relationship advice, we are here for you. Oh, one hundred percent. We usually do it on on the Tuesday show, Tags Podcast, which Cody's often on, yep. and it's a lot of fun. We three of us will seriously give you our thoughts on sex, relationships, and take it or leave it, love it or hate it, but we are here for you. We dive deep, and guys. Yeah, so that's a lot of fun. Um, I have slid into some pe- guys that I wanted on the show before. Well, you doing the in now? I do, a little bit. I haven't, re- I don't know, have I done it for somebody that I'm into? Okay. I have, and I didn't either get a response. Okay. Um, there's been a couple times that I have, too. It's it's kind of a fun tool, but you're in a relationship. Yes. How does that work for you now? So I've had... I was talking
3: to somebody. I'll tell this story really quick. I was talking to... Someone slid him to my DMs because of my wonderful thirst traps. Angles are, are, are a wonderful <laughs> thing, guys.
2: Yes. At Mr. Maurice.
3: At Mr. Maurice. Okay, at me. No. No, <laughs> no dick pics, nothing like that. So And we were sending each other flirtatious messages, things of that nature. And then I got a—I met my boyfriend. We started to become very, very serious. And I hadn't received any flirtatious messages from him. And then maybe two months ago, three months ago, he sent me uh, a dick pic, and I had to—I put the the full stop on it. I was like,
2: I because it's kind of a big. Thing to go, you know, if you have, because it's kind of you build up a rhythm with when you're, you know, the you say hi, yeah. and, you, and it's this thing, you build up that rhythm, and sending dick pics is a big thing, not so much maybe for our community, but if you've gotten that, but it, to randomly send it later on. I know it was weird,
3: because I hadn't gotten anything for so long, and I figured maybe he knew, because I post on my Instagram, my boyfriend, pictures of us. So I figured maybe he knew, but I, I said to him, I appreciate this, thank you, it's beautiful, but <laughs> I, can, I, can't, I have a boyfriend now, so I can't, I can't do this anymore. And he was very respectful, he said, oh, I did not know that you had a boyfriend, and... He hasn't sent one. Okay, we still, well, still message me from time to time. That's but, fair. But fun things and and nice things.
2: So. Well, I I am dot Stevie. You feel free to send all the dick pics my send way. Your dick pics in the and news. I will his take them. I am not currently in a relationship and will happily accept.
3: Here's what you can do: post it to Twitter. Tell me it's there, and I will go on Twitter and look at it. Oh, here we go. Okay. I think the long way around.
2: Yes. Do you think um, it can? cause in a relationship jealousy to oh, wonder sure. cuz now it's this extra thing not like who you texting who's texting you back but who's sliding into your dms yeah because or do you have to just have an open mind about it and it's all flirting
3: i haven't stopped posting thirst traps so there's definitely the space to to receive that that type of I like attention that. So there's only all you can do is trust your partner, right? And the moment that there's no trust, then there there's something that needs to be discussed. So,
2: but you said on another episode uh-huh. that you will take it, your boyfriend's I have phone. His passcode, you have his passcode. I
3: could look at his DMs, but I don't look at his DMs.
2: Okay, good. I think that's going a little far. If you did, it
3: totally is. It's to, I, it's crossing a line. I feel like.
2: Yeah, because someone can that slide you into your DMs. And it he had nothing to do with
3: exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so I will tell you this one. Tell us story. this while oh, I refill my, my cocktail. I didn't want to say this on air. So do you
2: know why I like the word cocktail?
3: <laughs> Two of my favorite things are in that yes. word. Anyway, so I noticed that one of the DMs were that in but be only because he had his Instagram open and I noticed that. One of the DMs was to an unattractive man, and I said, Oh, babe, what is that? And he explained to me exactly what it was. I didn't go through his phone, Mm -hmm. I didn't say, I didn't do anything like that. I just happened, he just happened to have it open next to me, and I asked him a question. He was honest with me. I didn't feel the need to even inspect it later on
2: and you know what in all fairness you have a younger boyfriend i do and in just what we're talking about it's generated towards a younger generation you and i just talked about you grew up in the you know your pivotal years 90s i was the 80s i was 10 in the 90s Yeah, (laughs) soft and supple
3: in the 90s (laughs)
2: but i'm just saying that you, if I had a younger boyfriend, mm-hmm. I think I would have to just know that, and I couldn't get too mad. Um, but there would always have to be a conversation with it.
3: You know what makes me a little bit upset when uh, we're together, and say we're in the bed, and he gets on Instagram and he's like liking all of these pictures. That makes me a little bit upset.
2: Yeah, and it can get very. Yeah, no, that drives me nuts. Yeah.
3: So, and I've expressed this to him. He is a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've had that
2: conversation a few times with people and it's like you're talking to a wall. And exactly. So and
3: Instagram is addictive. We just said that.
2: Yes. So I'm giving. So an addictions a are a real thing and we're not now. even joking about that. It really is an addiction. It really is. And so, yeah. Anyways. All right. Let us know how you feel about Instagram. Do you slide into People's, But more importantly, ask us for advice. At Tags Podcast is the, is the, is our t- a handler. And send Steve nudes. Exactly. So he can show me. Exactly. Well, <laughs> we have got to move on. And there's a story that was making headlines that was really nuts. And it's out in Spain. A butt carve, it's entitled Butt Carving Hate Crime Victim. Now says he made up the entire Incident. So there's this what? 20-year-old man in Spain who claimed eight like, guys wearing hoodies carved an anti-gay slur on his butt using a knife in a horrific hate crime. Uh, now the guy says the act was consensual, and according to police reports from yesterday, the unnamed man... Was admitted has admitted to making up the story so that he wouldn't lose his current boyfriend. Wow! The, I couldn't make sense of how. The only thing is maybe he was his. They were already kind of. Bra- I'm making this up, but okay. The only like, why would you do this to keep your boyfriend? The sure. only thing that I could think of is maybe you created you victimized yourself. Oh, you mean the story so that you yes. got so much sympathy? Like maybe your boyfriend was going to break up and like out the door and then you created this whole thing. I was just practically raped and beaten up and they carved this on me and your ex is like, well, I can't leave him now. That's the only reason I could think that he said that because they didn't dive into the exact mental state of why. He just said he did, it was, he made this up to keep his current so he wouldn't lose his current boyfriend. And According to the report on out.com this okay. afternoon, and thanks to the work of the National Police, the young man who reported an attack on Sunday in Malin, mm-hmm. neighborhood of Madrid was has decided to rectify his initial statement and has stated that the injuries initially reported were were consensual. Yeah, um,
3: that right there is what kind of gets me.
2: Yeah, because
3: I, the injuries were consensual, so he wanted them to carve that uh, ep- epithet in in his in his ass in his butt. See, I'm trying to use nice, big, beautiful words. They wanted he wanted them to car- carve "fag" into his ass. Maricon. Maricon. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: But. It's a, it's a slur.
3: Yeah, the 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 slur, the queer slur into his ass. So I don't know. It's sounding like a a, a, a fetish to me, and I'm not a kink shamer at all. Mm. Some people like to be called slurs during sex.
2: No, but. I think all the information we have up until this point is, and we're gonna talk a little bit about what this means, particularly in Spain in a second, Mm -hmm. but I think the whole point of it is that all the information we have right now, according to authorities, is that he did it so that he wouldn't lose his boyfriend. So imagine, the only thing I imagine, so if you and I are together, Cody, and I did something, you're like over me. I'm done with you, Steve. (laughs) Oh, say that. Oh, I, <laughs> I could never be done with you, Steve. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, and I'm like freaking out, and I can't. I don't know what to do. Uh-huh. What? How can I keep you, Cody? Is okay. make you make myself a victim and say I was part of a hate crime, okay. and so bad that they eight guys attacked me with hoodies on, and they carved Maricon on my butt. And what are you going to do? Are you going to still leave me, Cody? Yeah, I would be what? your friend and support you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm. You probably but would because be you. Well, now anymore. you're definitely going to leave me because you know I made the whole thing up. <laughs> but if you didn't know that, you're not going to abandon me. And this guy has abandonment because issues.
3: Be friends and I would. But I would support you through is, your... and I have That's a point. healthy way to go about it. I'm not it. saying this guy's right. I,
2: he's. It's like mental. I yeah. think he did it thinking that he could save, keep this guy in his life. Okay. So the sad thing the is, too. by crying wolf, is, you know, from the start of the investigation... Well, they, they had CCT cameras going, and none of it picked up any of this stuff. Really? Yeah, so they, that's why they decided to continue to, to investigate, and they had nothing. So when they brought dragged his ass... That Maricone ass into the police station, he admitted, I made it all up. And this is the only part, because as we all know, there's crimes all happening towards our community. And this is where if you cry woof too many times, it's not good. Thankfully, quote, if we frivolize with with what happened, many people will feel even more coerced. Interior Minister Fernando Grande Marlaska said in a statement yesterday, quote, those people who denounce may go on to not denounce. Wait, what does that mean? Yep. Those people who denounce may go on to
3: not denounce to perhaps think that they do not believe it.
2: Okay, so I guess the point being is the people that cry wolf, if we have too many of those, people are going to, think that the real cases aren't real yes exactly. and he wants they thank god the president and this interior minister want the world to know that we believe that most you know 99 percent of these are all real are valid and we don't want to let this one case because you know this is just the kind of thing that we'll see see they are making these things up and then then we're not going to ble- cry wolf. It's yeah. the whole... The,
3: the boy who cried wolf. Maricon ass. The boy who called,
2: cried maricon ass. So, you know, we have a mental issue here in this going on more than anything else. Oh, no. What?
3: So, Jen says that this reminded him of, of his ex. He, his ex claimed to be raped, so I wouldn't go on a family uh, it must be vacation just because he couldn't go and then when i stayed he he confessed and that he made it all up
2: this is exactly wow. what wow. we're talking about to i think people get desperate in time so i'm assuming he was so desperate that he made up this horrific thing and like we were saying yeah. you're going to say That's- he stayed because Of course you're not going to not believe somebody, and you're not going to leave them. You're going to stay there for them. I think, sadly, that these people are in such a mental state, they need more help, Um, and that they are creating these horrific stories, mm -hmm. partly because they're real happening in the world. Yes. So they're drawing from what's going on, and then, but it's... It's mental, and you need help if you do that. Yeah. And I'm not a, a doctor or a psychologist, but that sounds borderline
3: sociopathic to me.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering if... Um, is it gin? Gin, yes. Well, how they dealt with it. If you want to share more, we'd love to read more of it, but no worries if not. Thank you for sharing what you did on that um, because I think it is a real thing. I think we've been talking about who's the porn star that was on meth, that was on Project Runway. Jack McEnroe. That he did a lot of things. A lot of it was meth related. Yes. But he did a lot of things to his boyfriend to keep him. Yeah.
3: Dolph Dietrich, right?
2: Dolph Dietrich, yeah. And so, exactly. So it's just, it's sad sometimes because I think when you do that, I'm so glad the authorities have said we will believe people we won't let this these one-offs deter us because it's like really did you have to throw everything off for the cause because
3: a lot of people out there will say one bad apple in the bunch makes spoils the whole bunch yes so i'm so glad that the the prime minister and and the president of spain yeah are saying that that's not necessarily true so I agree with
2: you. Yeah, sad. And we want, um, you know, we wish that the the boyfriend, well, it's yeah, dealing with this. For sure. Because it can't be easy. All right. We've got two more stories to get to. And this comes from a Reddit thread that caught my, insp- my sight. And it asked the question, have you ever masturbated to yourself? How and why? Did you do it? <laughs> Cody, have you ever You'll masturbated? All right, I'll go first. Okay, cool. Go for I it. have. Well, you know, it's funny that I read that because there, we've had Finn Dearheart, who's oh, yeah. a relationship expert on our show, intimacy and relationship expert. And there is a whole technique that I did do based on his thing where you you it's date night for yourself it was uh-huh. i did it during the lockdown and it was really about touch and intimacy so it was like an hour or, or even longer that i oh wow and it was instead of just jacking off which I can do in like two minutes. Mm-hmm. It was elongating the process of Tantra and really experimenting with the power of touch and my own touch and finding other areas of my body, not just the obvious ones, the nipples, my butt, my cock, yeah. and exploring that and really coming and accepting myself where I was at or where you are at with your body using the mirror. And it can be a very powerful exercise. So I did do that. However, I've also done for fun (laughs) mirror... I was like, mine is going to
3: sound really shallow. Well, I'm just saying, this is, can be a, a really a one
2: way to go to it. But of course, yeah, I have uh, taken pictures of myself. Uh, the two things come to mind. One is I've had videos of me having sex with somebody. Oh. And they're on my phone or computer. I love it. And seeing myself getting pounded in okay. the video and remember. What it did for me, it wasn't so much I was looking at myself, but it was looking at how much pleasure I was getting by that experience. And it almost brought that experience back to life. Back to, li- <laughs> back to reality. Sing it. <laughs> and so, soul to soul. And so that was like an amazing moment to be able to, r- like, really, not just in my mind, but see myself live on camera. Yeah. But. I have also like jerked off to myself and like think when I was super horny and thinking I looked good yeah. and getting into it. And yeah, I like seeing my face and yeah. That's amazing. The size of my cock. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. Shall I go on? Or? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Well, we only have so much time, so you better go. <laughs> so, I'm glad you told that story because it makes
3: mine all the more better. You notice I started with the. I was kicking myself after the, you. Told uh, the I educational like, version of it. Oh, let me come up with something really quick. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Well, one time in the Himalayas, what happened was. <laughs> no. So. On uh, safari.
2: <laughs>
3: so. My story, you know, I've told uh, this story on Tax Podcast before mm-hmm. that there have been times when I have been in the club and I've looked across the room
2: okay. and I've
3: seen this beautiful young man and all his virility and, and gorgeousness, and uh-huh. I realized that I'm actually looking in a mirror.
2: Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> I wish I had a bucket here. <laughs> Because I'm gagging.
3: (laughs) So that's inspiration number one, I would say. Okay. Okay.
2: Did you go into the bathroom and jack off? Oh,
3: yes. Yes. No, I did not go into the bathroom. Yes, (laughs) queen. But it was inspiration for later on in the evening when I got home. You should like the way you look. Uh, Oh, 100%. I think that's the highest compliment that you can pay to yourself.
2: Yeah. So, could also be narcissistic. Well, right. borderline. Yeah. <laughs> In moderation, I would okay. say.
3: Okay. So, and then the second one that I want to tell is back when I was sending dick pics and things of that nature, I would send a picture and then be and then be so engrossed and so excited by what I had just done that it was really hot and I jacked off to myself. And I didn't even need the dick pic back from him, but just me sending the dick pic or the body pic to this other person was enough to eroticize the moment for me.
2: I think that's where I agree with you is that I've taken erotic pictures of myself and, and been turned on by, because you have to get turned on by taking the erotic picture, oh, yeah. first of all. Oh, yeah. You have to get into the mood so then, seeing that and getting turned on by that, and the only other thing I can think of is RuPaul. If you don't love yourself, how oh, in the hell, hell is anyone love. else gonna love you, right? Yep, that's right. And Let him so, know, girl. and I mean all of you. If you don't love all of you, how in the hell are you going to expect? The guy you are texting, which I was doing before we got on the show, <laughs> who lives in my building. I'm gonna get back to him in a second. Um, how are you gonna expect them to not love you, but appreciate at least appreciate you? you. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yes. yes. I we'll get to love myself, later, but I, right? let's start off small. I agree. Or big. I like it big. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that back. Um, yeah. So. I think it's healthy. Yes, for sure.
3: It's definitely healthy to appreciate your body and to look at yourself and see yourself as a an erotic figure or something that's beautiful. So I think that's super healthy.
2: Yeah, I do. I think it's really healthy. And absolutely. So let us know how you feel on that one. And do you have you masturbated to yourself? DM me at at Tags Podcast. We'll read your responses on Instagram on our next show. And lastly, it's our favorite segment. It's called, well, this comes out on Thursdays when it drops on all podcast platforms. It's called our Thursday Thirst Trap. I don't know. Did you already already put it? it. Oh, you already did it. Good. And so this week, so it's the segment we started since we started the show and it's Our Job by Straight Up Gay Porn, one of our favorite sites. They put together a, v- a sampling of porn stars and OnlyFans and who took the thirstiest picture or video of the week. I forget how many we have this week. I don't want to scroll down because I'll f- lose mine, but you'll see. <laughs> it will be up on TagsPodcast.com tomorrow. And, and he does not want from this one. I,
3: this was my second pick. His. Well, I might as well do first mine pick first. Pick so is, it turns out it was 18. 18,
2: yep. 18 gay porn stars took the best photo or video of the week. And we'll just start with me since mm-hmm. I have it. It's... Rodrigo Amor, Whoa. in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, gets my pick. I'm changing mine now. And the reason? So when we play this game, I obviously look at the visual picture in front of me and pick. First of all, he's just so sexy. He's got a, a, he's dark skinned. He's hairy, but kind of cropped hair. He's uh-huh. got great hip flexors. And in between oh, I mean. the two legs is this donkey dick. <laughs> he has a third leg. He it's has a, a third, third append- leg. appendage. He does. <laughs> and because his legs are hairy, he keeps some of the hair in his bush going. He's super sexy. I love his hands. I love his feet. His nipples are great. And I went on to Rodrigo Amor's Twitter, which is how I often pick some of my favorites. I yes. cheat a little bit, okay, that's fine. Because I think, okay, I'm intrigued, but there's so many good ones here. Let me see what you can produce beyond <laughs> that. So what I loved about Rodrigo Amor is he has he's bisexual, okay, but he was having sex with transgendered pe- women, oh, and love he it. was fucking them, but he was also letting them fuck him. Oh, I he's love that. primarily a great top, but he's open, and I think we need to shout out more to our bisexual community, so and he's self-admitted bisexual, Fabulous. so shout out to Rodrigo Amor, who gets my pick for Thirsty, Thirst, Trap.
3: Fantastic. That's wonderful. Well, happy his Hispanic Heritage Month mm-hmm. to Ooh, Rodrigo Would you pick whitey?
2: whitey? I did- <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Damn! Nothing wrong what? with that. Nothing
3: wrong with that. <laughs> there is
2: absolutely nothing wrong with that.
3: So mine go, does go to a white man. It goes to mm-hmm. Rustlin Angelo, and but it was it's also because of a topic that we had we were talking about earlier.
2: Yeah. Just listen, okay? Okay, I'm so, listening. <laughs>
3: It looks like he's in the bedroom, which is kind of concerning to me because of what's actually going on in, in the picture. And his ass is facing the camera, and he has the... Or well, he's,
2: like, on a weight bench of some sort. I don't know. No, oh, no, that's Angel that, Okay, that's okay sorry, it's your story. You yes. tell it.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who is also sexy. Angel Rivera is also okay. sexy. Um, and then, so he is in, in the bed, and he... Is, has his ass facing the camera, and it's a beautiful ass, and his asshole is winking at the, at the camera. And then his face is also turned around, and he is brushing his teeth. So I thought in, the, in honor of hygiene and all oh. the hygiene we were talking about, I'm like a comedian. I, I, I got callbacks. I got everything going on in this story. So in honor of hygiene, then I'm saying that he's my favorite because... <laughs> Can't stand you right now. So funny.
2: Go ahead, finish.
3: In honor of hygiene, I'm so I'm uh, wrestling Angelo. You have me flustered now. Thank you very much. Well, okay, I'm making Cody laugh because
2: I'm looking at maybe a third pick of somebody that's very talented that goes by Mitch Matthews. And you know, you guys, have you ever like propped yourself up with your you're lying on your bed with your legs in the air. And with two fists, and so you're propped up, ready to go. And this Mitch Matthews hole is just like, uh, 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 uh. It's perfect. He must. He, you know, how you can concentrate and open up your hole. I have done that and looked in the mirror to see how oh, far yeah? it can open. And his is like really. I a gotta hole. try. Hole. It's. It is. It's, it is it's, a hole. It is dun dun. And I'm making it go bigger and smaller with my computer, and it's making Cody laugh. Really Check it out and let me know what you think. That's anyway. Also, a good one. <laughs> and you wondered if we had enough content. And here I, we are. Sure We've did. got to end the show. Thank you so much, Silas. Hi out there. So great to see everybody. You know, you can always follow my partner in crime, Cody Maurice Doggett. He's a life coach. Follow him at KMD Coaching. And he's got a website coming soon where you can log on and check that out next month. But his... To get some thirsty pictures from Mr. Maurice, go to at Mr. Maurice, at Mr. Maurice. And like I said, follow us on Instagram, at Tags Podcast, and DM us. Weigh in on the show. Ask for sex or relationship advice. We are here for you. We want to continue and celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. It was Beautiful. a little hard to say for a I, second.
3: After one, after a drink, after it a sure couple is. tequilas, <laughs> we're going to continue
2: the party over at the Eagle because right. it's the Jockstrap Party. Hello, and in the meantime, continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex. Cheers, guys. Cheers. All right, you guys. Thanks.